All right, we coming in hot with the new episode of talking about whatever the hell I want to. All right, so right now I am on a road trip. Uh, you could call it that, or you could call it just going back home um, to the good old pay rents. Uh, I'm 27, so it's becoming less good to go back to the parents, but. I have a plan this time, man. Plan should take about six to eight months to actually come to fruition. I think I talked about this last time. I said eight to ten, but I got a new plan uh, or slightly modified plan. So, so remember that twenty-five grand I was saying I, I want to save up. So, I had calculated eight to ten months with. Uh, depending on rent cost, uh, with like doing it, uh, seven days a week, but just doing it like eight hours a day, I think, uh, actually no, seven hours a day, seven hours a day, 11 to two and five to nine, like for the lunch and then the dinner respectively. But now I'm doing the 11 to two, five to nine, and then like 1030 to one AM. Um, and I might switch it and change that back like to something like 7 AM to, to 10 a.m. or something, you know, I might just shimmy that on old, uh, <laughs> like, uh, late night shift to the good old morning shift to be, be one of the early risers, uh, so the point is just, like, that's, this is gonna be my life, man, it's gonna be DoorDash, wake up, DoorDash, eat some lunch, DoorDash, eat some dinner, DoorDash, go to sleep, and I, I did it for four days up there in Washington, I, I was about to do it for the whole month, uh, what stopped me was the fact that my roommates were batshit insane, and sorry to drop my speed here, we, we're doing that cruise control, and uh, that's the uh, that's the old school autopilot, like I like to say. It's gonna be a while before I can afford a Tesla uh, that can fucking autopilot that shit for me. So for now, we got cruise control, man. All right, so so yeah, like uh, what was I saying? Yeah, oh, the roommates. I mean, I guess I could do a quick sidebar on that. It was like there's a married couple. There's a woman named Deacon, dude named Randy. When I moved in, they'd known each other for six months. They got married one month before I moved in. So, already, at a certain level of batshit insane, and it only got worse. The second night that I was there, might have been the first night to be honest, I can't remember. I hear fucking Randy just like yelling on the phone at Deacon and just being like, trying, like, where are you? Like, come on right now. I'm gonna come get you. Like, you know, I don't want you to see Romeo no more. This, this dude named Romeo who works with Deacon. Uh, man, there's so much backstory I can tell you. She's uh, She speaks French fluently because she's from a country called Djibouti, like D-G-I-B-O-U-T-I, I believe, or close to that. And it's like, you know, French colonized anyway. So it was like Romeo is one of the few people that spoke French that she knew. And so that's her excuse. But I don't know that she's not at any fault for this. But Randy... 
is an insecure person. And, man, there's not much less attractive than that, man. There's... There's a few things, but it's it's up there on the unattractiveness scale. And, man, he was just freaking out about that. And then that just continued the whole time. Um, man, there's a bunch of shit I could tell you. But the last night, uh, you just, like, you know, left and went out to sleep in the car. But he comes back in the fucking morning, wakes my ass up, yelling on the phone at Romeo with Deacon in the room. But just... Yeah, just yelling at the top of his lungs, waking me up in the uh, early morning, and and just fucking like he gets to the point he's like, if you if you call again, I'm gonna come over there and kick your ass. But but like so much louder than that. Like I just I don't feel like wearing out my fucking vocal cords, man. But he was yelling at the top of his fucking lungs, man. And so I was like, you know, there had been a big blow up about a week previous. And I was like, hey, Deacon, like, I understand shit happens, but if this happens again, I, I, I need to move out. And I and I, I want a prorated refund for the rent because I paid 1300 bucks for two months. This is in Washington, kind of near Seattle. So honestly, like, it's like a pretty decent deal, um, you know, but I paid it up front, you know, because uh, they, they, they had 700 a month posted and I offered them the deal. Hey, I'll go six fifty a month, but I'll pay the first two months up front. They took the deal, and it's a good deal for them, really, especially if they knew how to invest. But um, anyway, uh, or it's a decent deal. It's not an amazing deal. Whatever. It's it, it's like equal, pretty much, to the seven hundred each month. But anyway, so yeah, so that shit blew up, happened again. I fucking moved out, stayed at my friend Robert. Hennessy's house, I debated if I should say last names, but when I say positive things, I'll say last names. If I say negative shit, I'll, I'll leave the last name out, I guess. I don't know. Man, for the negative six listeners that are listening to this, um, I don't really give a fuck about these people's names. But anyway, he's a badass dude, really nice, fucking let me like sleep in his room, and he slept on the couch. I didn't even know about that till late, but like, man, like, good-ass host, and like, just a fucking role model of a fucking human being. And uh, he was like a wildland firefighter for for a few years and shit. For I mean, like for the fire season, so not for like the full year, because I don't think they really do that. Or probably a very small force of people remain for the full year. But anyway, like he just fucking yeah, he works hard and good person for the most part. And yeah, role model man. People don't people don't have to be perfect for you to like look at them as a role model. You don't have to. Look at them as a 100% role model. I'm not sure if there's anyone I'd look at that way. But you can take what you like from them and, uh, and take what you know is good and try to be like that, man. And if they do some stupid things, say, say someone smokes cigarettes, but the rest of them is great, then hell yeah. Doesn't mean you have to take up cigarettes. Like, fuck no. You take what you want from them in a positive way, you know? Uh, take, take what you want. Yeah, whatever. You get the point. Trying to think of a better way to say it, but anyway. So, yeah, man, stayed there in Olympia, Washington, near there. Wasn't exactly Olympia, it was a city close by, but we ain't gonna say the one because anonymity, man. Uh, even though it probably doesn't fucking matter. But, so, yeah, man. So, um,. Okay, so then I, I oh I passed through Portland, so I, I kind of took a slight different route for the this that leg of the trip back towards Boise. I, I went down south to through Portland. I got some fucking vegan, uh, some v, 
vegan motherfucking uh, Israeli slash um, was it something Eastern food? I don't think it was Middle Eastern. Something. Not exactly sure on that one, but uh, I know it said Israeli, but it was vegan and the food was decent. I mean, it was it was above decent for the price. It was decent. It was 16 bucks for a plate, but man, they gave me 2.5 goddamn spoonfuls of rice, man. It's that yellow, good, nice rice, and it tasted good and all, except it was lukewarm, which wasn't good, but, but man, I was like, because I didn't tip, man, ahead of time. That's the thing. I don't like tipping ahead of time. Like, I like to tip after, okay? It's like, it's like fucking tipping before. Like, I understand maybe this is the way the world is moving, and that's just, I need to fucking just roll with it and evolve, but like, I'm used to it, you know? I'm only 27, but I still used to my whole life tipping, like, you know, you eat, you get the bill, and then you choose how much you want to tip, based on how the service was, how the food was, whatever you want to base the fuck on, you know, and, and, but this one, it's like you pay ahead of time, we only got the card, we got that little fucking white box, like, tiny little white square that now takes your credit card, and I can't even find that shit sometimes, they have to point it out to me, and, like, I'm just like, man... So, uh, he's like, do you want to tip 10, 15, or 20%? And, uh, and he's like, I'm like, oh, where do I press it? Because this is just a little fucking white square. I don't see any screen. He's like, oh, I do it for here. I was like, ah, uh, no tip. Like, I wish I, I wish I said, like, I'll tip after, after if it's, you know, I'll tip after because I, yeah, because of what I just fucking said. So, but, man, because, like, I, I really feel like they gave me less because I didn't tip. It was like... I was worried about it after I bought it, and like ten minute wait, I'm, I'm walking around. I go take a piss inside of a fucking alley because there's no fucking place to pee nowadays with COVID. Yeah, for some reason they're like, "Oh, coronavirus is out. Don't let people go to the bathroom no more." Uh, or, or, or better way to say that is like, "Oh, I guess they don't need to pee anymore. Like, make a pee in the bushes, like little bitches. Something. I don't know, man. Like a fucking troll under the bridge is what I feel like peeing in all these goddamn public places behind buildings and fucking dumpsters and shit. Uh, it's fucking annoying, but you know, man, we roughing it out here, but so fucking yeah, man, so I ate that shit. I gave him a three stars on um, on fucking Google. They're like 4.6 star place. Place called Aviv in Portland, Oregon. A-V-I-V. Check it out. You might be able to find my damn review. My name's Adam Likeness. I don't give a fuck about giving my last name because I ain't a sexy chick and you got no reason to come find me and stab me or rape me or whatever because I ain't that sexy anyway. So, like, you could check that shit out um, and see my review. But, yeah, I pretty much went over the same shit I just said. And I almost gave him, like, two stars or something, but I'm trying to be, like, fair. Like, the food wasn't bad. Like, much better than, like, McDonald's and shit. You know, this is vegan, this is healthier. But, like, it wasn't enough, man. It was enough. It was enough for a petite lady. That's part of what I wrote in the review as well. It would have been perfect. It would have filled that petite lady right up to the brim. But for me, it got me to about 55%. I had to go back in the car and eat about half a can of goddamn planter's nuts just to get my nut off. Nah, that doesn't make sense. But just to get filled to the brim. Because uh, I, only, I only eat those two meals a day, man. I only eat... Uh, like one big meal so usually this is the way I like to do it my current sleep schedule with this you know waking up around 10 11 and then going to sleep at like 2 a.m I I'm a fucking 
wake up and then I don't eat till about 3, sometimes 4 p.m. Sometimes early is like 2.30, but 3 seems to be a common thing. Damn, I hate it when the road makes your fucking tires like vibrate because then I wonder, because I'm not on the shoulder or nothing. And I'm just like, is my tire getting flat or is just the road fucked up? And 99.9% of the time, it's just the road's fucked up. But I still always worry about that fucking tire because, goddamn, I wouldn't want that tire to be going when I'm going like 78 miles an hour right now. And don't worry, the speed limit is 80 miles per hour. I am on the right side of the law, man. All right. So, where was I at? Yeah, Portland, bro. Oh, I'm going through there. More homeless people than I've seen in quite a while, if not. It may be since I was down there in like San Diego like a while back. I mean, but that's like, anyway, so Portland fucking, there, there was cardboard houses, bro. I'm talking like 12 foot high, 18 foot wide fucking cardboard houses, like they, like using like, like cardboard boxes, but then, you know, broken down and flattened out and then just somehow pasted together. I don't know what they used, but I mean, it was cool. It was under overpass. It was that. And then a smaller house next to it, maybe only like eight, eight, 10 feet tall. And it was like, it looked like laundry. I don't know what the framework beneath the laundry was, but it was some framework with laundry all draped over it, and it was a house, and it was right next to the cardboard house, like a little sister to the Big Brother cardboard house. And I was like, God damn. And then, and then I took a picture. One on a street corner, it was uh, it, it had a huge, big ass sign with like it uh, like painted uh, the words "sheltering in place." And I had seen this shit on the news and shit, or, I mean, not the news, but, like, from the podcast I, I listen, that's how I get my news, really. And, like, I just, I hear about this shit, like, uh, and, uh, you know, that's the new law. It's, like, you can't, you can't move these motherfuckers, because it's, like, um, I say motherfuckers lovingly, because I don't hate, like, homeless people or nothing, because, man, I mean, yeah, I don't really hate many people, uh, but, like, the, you know, they, they got... Now they have the right to... Holy fuck, these fucking people. All right. Wow. Um, so... Sorry, a truck just pulled out in front of the car that was in front of me and uh, just kind of made that car slow down real quick, which meant I had to slow down real quick. But anyway. Um, so... Yeah, so like... Uh, yeah, there, there was just a lot of homeless people in there, like all on the side of the road on the grass just laying down doing shit. Got one dude was like leaning with his shirt off on the fucking iron fence, and what was he doing, man? He was doing something weird, but man, I was like, fuck. Um, there's a fucking fly in this fucking bitch right now, in this car, in this Nissan Versa. And I need to stop being cute like that. Nissan Versa. I'm gonna try to let this fly out. Apologize for this sound. Hopefully, you can still kind of hear me. But I need to get this fly the fuck out of my humble abode. Um, so, I get out of Portland, make my way east. It's like a solid 400-something miles. I fucking make it. Fucking, uh, ahead of time, I booked a hotel. I paid for it. I double-checked to make sure they weren't gonna try and, uh, fucking fuck me out of my, uh, hotel room, even though it's, like, bought and paid for like they did... When I bought it on Priceline before I came in a hotel in Boise, near the one that I actually stayed at tonight, um, this was on the way up to Washington from Texas, and uh, I had it all booked, paid for it, come in, and then they're like, oh yeah, Priceline, they they like to uh, overbook that shit, 
by three rooms per night. And I was coming in late, you know, because I'd be fucking driving all day, doing like 12 and a half hour ride, you know. And so I come in late. Maybe it's like 11, 11.30 p.m. And they're like, oh, yeah, sorry, we don't have any rooms more or less. And I was like, but I, I reserved this room, you know. And the band, I got on, like, the call with the fucking Priceline. Priceline says it's going to be two hour and 21 minute wait, give or take a little bit. It was, it was around two hours. And it was, it's just something they fucking do. Priceline, kind of full of shit. But I still use them because I can save that money with them, seems like. Um, I might be getting fooled though, because sometimes, sometimes I'll check, I'll call the place, like, I'll get this deal, and they'll be like, 56% off, cook now, and I'm like, ooh, okay, looks pretty good, and, uh, then I called the place, and, I was, I, and I'm like, hey, Priceline's gonna give me this thing, I called, I called them yesterday, a uh, place in Laramie, Wyoming, and I was thinking about stopping, and, and, uh, and I was like, hey, Priceline's gonna give me your room for tomorrow night, uh, $98.98 after taxes and fees. Like, can you guys beat that? And they're like, well, it's, you know, we got a room tonight, tomorrow night for 87 bucks, but that's pre-tax. After tax, it comes out to like about 96 or 97. I was like, okay, whatever. But I was like, damn, well, this thing's supposed to be like 56, maybe it was like 70% off. It's like, bruh, like it ain't off shit. It's like 0% the same. It was just bullshit. But, so, but, the, but I use it for the rental cars and shit. Um, or I had, now I'm using Autoslash, bro, I just kind of fucked up the name of that, autoslash.com, bro, try that, if you're looking for some cheap ass rental cars like I am, for long periods of time especially, use that, do it ahead of time, and they, they come back with some rates, bro, that are hundreds, like I'm doing a month at a time, hundred, hundreds, uh, like about two or three hundred off, the monthly rate that I was seeing on Priceline, so saving that money. But the cheapest one, the one I was like, "Oh, damn, that's a good deal," was for a Hertz, which is you know bankrupt right now or something. You know they're going through some fucking issues. Uh, they might not survive. There's, I think that the chances are against them of surviving. You never know. But the like it's 2.7 st- uh, stars Hertz, man. And like I saw some reviews and I was I was scared, man. And so I was like, "Fuck." So I booked, I, I reserved that one. Luckily, it's a, it can cancel anytime. And then I reserved the one for Avis, uh, a 3.7 star place where it's like, okay, you're at least decent. And that's my backup. It's like an extra $100 for the month, but I'm like, you know, if I could go to Hertz and then they're like, oh yeah, you reserved this compact car, but all we got is this uh, uh, 1974 Econometric Humdunk Volkswagen Bug Precursor Relic. And it's yeah, it's it's missing one wheel, but but if you uh, want to replace the wheel, we'll take uh, ten dollars off your price. I don't know. Obviously, they're not gonna do that, but you know, they they could do some shady shit at car rental places, man. And man, I could go into detail about that, but I just don't feel like it. But yeah, man. So right now, I'm on the road. I'm about mm, hour and a half out of Boise. Hour, hour and a half. I pre-booked uh, my hotel tonight, man. I, I pre-booked it fucking ahead of time, man. I mean, I, I, I made it so that I have to get there. Like, I mean, if I don't get there, I'm wasting 70, $76, I believe. And, man, $76. That is a chunk of money when you ain't rich. Uh, it's not as much as it used to be, 
because I've saved us some money. Y'all know about my investing shit, but it's still 76 fucking dollars. Um, so I'm gonna get there. And I calculated, I was thinking about on the way back being lazy. Uh, like on the way up, I took three days to get here. I took uh, Dallas to Farmington, New Mexico, so about 12 hour drive. Then I took Farmington to Boise, another 12 hour drive. And I took Boise to, to fucking, um, you know, uh, Linwood, uh, near Seattle there. And that's only like seven or eight hours. But, so I was like three days, you know? Uh, and I was like on the way back, you know, I was getting a little tired on those 12 hour stretches. I was like, why don't I just separate this down in like eight or nine hour days, take four days total. So that's what I was looking at Laramie. But then I was like, I calculated in my head and I was like, it's like, uh, I was saving like 23 off the hotel in um, in uh, Denver compared to Laramie, Wyoming, and and then an extra uh, approximately about eighty bucks for a hotel that I would have gotten Amarillo because I would have gone from Laramie to Amarillo, and then there's the opportunity cost, um, just meaning what I could have done if I chose a different option, of then working a full day with DoorDash once I get back to Texas and uh, that's about I'd say about I was conservative with that then 120 bucks I could make more if it was busy but uh, my dad my dad does DoorDash now he's like semi-retired but he does it like two or three hours a day at night uh, for his dinner uh, rush and he's telling me hey man it's slowing down here man at least 30-40% is what he's saying but that's just in his zone he hasn't branched out so I'm planning to go trying some different zones but Anyway, so 120 plus that 80 plus the 23, I think I got up to, it was like 223, is that right? Yeah, 223 I estimated. I was like, so you're telling me if I do three days instead of four days on this trip and, and push through and do the 12-hour fucking drives each day, like right now I'm doing, I'm in the middle of one or at the beginning of one right now from Boise to Denver, Colorado, uh, if I push through that, that's 223 bucks. Now, it's not exactly equal to that in the way that I still have to put effort into the DoorDash to, you know, accrue that approximately 120 bucks for that opportunity cost day that I mentioned. But I'm trying to be more productive. I'm trying to push myself. I'm trying to not be lazy. 12 hours is not too crazy to fucking drive like fucking Robert, the dude I mentioned earlier in this fucking podcast. He, he, he made the trip. Um, he was going from... Washington to uh, Texas, uh, Wichita Falls actually, a little bit, two hours uh, northwest of Dallas. Uh, and, and he made the whole trip in one go, spare one one hour nap he took along the way. So that's, bro, fucking crazy. So, I know for a fact if he can do that, I can do the fucking, you know, 12, 12, 8 hour thing. And so... Man, I'm gonna do that. I'm trying to. I'm trying to improve myself. Trying to work harder. Trying to save more money. Trying to make more money. I'm really kind of making more money. Is like slightly more important than saving more in a way. Well, when I say save, I mean like spending less. But like, yeah, man, it's like I'm just trying to be better. And so we're going all the way to fucking Denver. And the ETA to arrive currently is saying 12:44 uh, a.m mountain time, like Denver time, man, and right now, I'm at a 1.53 p.m., okay, so, 
you know, like it's it's got a long day ahead of me, and, and that doesn't account for you know I gotta stop to get some food um, at least once. Uh, like I was thinking about two or three hours before I get there. Maybe I'll have to stop up in like Fort Collins, grab some food. Um, I like to you know eat a bit before I go to sleep. When, when I when I get the chance, like four hours before I before I uh, go to sleep, that's that's my shit right there because that's. That lets you digest it a lot more fully. It's definitely out of your stomach by then. Um, and, you know, it's better for your sleep. And so I'm trying to eat it ahead of time before I get there and crash. Um, so, yeah, man. Oh, this fly still fucking here, man. All right, fly. All right, fly. Your time is nine probably can't barely hear shit right now and I apologize for that but man I think that fly went and hit god damn it this fucking fly likes it in here or something he's like damn I found a fucking resort in the middle of this fucking Boise desert place I mean I'm not even in Boise now but fucking outskirts shit but this fly I open the window I see him dart behind my guitar case like under the seat and shit and motherfucker dude you did not pay part of my rent so get the fuck out fly man dude so yeah so fucking Denver fucking getting there tonight I was thinking about picking up uh I was thinking about picking up some good old, um, some good old maybe edibles or some like fancy pre-roll with like the wax infused shit. So it's like ends up being like 40% THC for my friend. Uh, and uh, cause I'm not really trying to smoke currently. Like that's kind of part of my plan. For a while, I, uh, I'm saving up all this money because I'm a stereotypical lazy stoner. I don't feel like working. I don't feel like doing shit when I get high. So I, uh, I'm i sure I'll get high again in the future at some point, but I, I'm trying to really grind and work hard currently. So, But I was thinking about picking up some for my friend because every time, the last two times he's gone um, like out of state or out of country, he's brought me back some shit. So I was like... Well, what can I bring back him? I know he likes to smoke. And so, you know, just trying to be nice with that. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm going through a uh, near where I, uh, I, I stayed with some people up in uh, Greeley, Colorado. Uh, a lifelong friend named Susan. And, uh, well... She had been a lifelong friend, but well, there were mistakes were made on both sides, really. But I let slip while heading out of Colorado last time when I stayed with uh, her and her roommate. Um, they were nice and letting me live. Uh, well, they were they were letting my rent be. It was like three hundred fifty a month. Uh, they were only paying four hundred, but they got the the garage spaces. So really, you know. It was, like, pretty equal and shit, but, uh, their parents owned the place, 
or, or uh, Susan's parents, and um, and so they they basically charged the rent of what the place was before they fixed it up, but they fixed it up nice, so they they really could charge you know at least like six seven hundred each uh, probably, or uh, I would say at least probably about that range uh, for a total of about yeah eighteen hundred twenty one hundred. Uh, and, uh, it was nice to them and shit, uh, the parents, and, uh, but the fucking thing is, man, like, uh, Susan's really smart, she's ambitious, and she's successful in a lot of ways in life, but she's, what is it, it's an emotional thing, it's kind of somewhat against men in a way I mean she she's been fucked over by some men out of those men one of them is not me other than the slip that I messed up on but like didn't intend to at all and just I I didn't mean bad shit by it I and I honestly didn't even realize it was a slip at the time that I let it slip but she had told me how she kind of didn't have a good relationship with her sister and, uh, and, like, she didn't, like, her parents, like, she always faked it around them and pretended, like, she loved her sister and everything was good, but she really didn't like her sister, just as a person and stuff. And I barely even remember even doing it, but I'm sure it happened, but it's, like, on my way out, I stayed the summer of 2000 and, uh, what was it, Nine, uh, 17, I think. Summer 2017 or 18? One of those two. Uh, damn, getting old, bro. If I can't remember fucking close by years like this. We're in 2020 right now. All right, but uh, I could figure it out if I really did some math, but it's irrelevant. So on the way out, I stopped at a, the parents' house about an hour south in uh, Broomfield, uh, close to Denver, and I just talked to him, debriefed, and just like, you know, like, I want to stop by and say, you know, bye and stuff. Thanks for letting me stay with that reduced rent. It's really nice. And, you know, they're kind of my friends. They're, I mean, they're old people, but they're, they're my friends anyway. And, and then I, I guess we got on the topic of her sister. And I, I said, like, yeah, yeah, Susan really doesn't like her. Susan later told me that I said uh, that I, uh, you said I, I hate my sister to my parents. Like, uh, I don't think I would have said hate. It's possible. But I don't think so. But it. You know, my memory's not perfect, uh, but I just, I'm not one to use these talk like that, but, but, um, yeah, man, she was just blew up on me over Facebook messages when I was back in Texas, and just like, how could you, blah, 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 and just all this bullshit, and just like, basically, just like, defriended me, after, literally, She's like one and I was zero years old and we've known each other since that age because our parents were friends and still are friends. And bruh, like motherfucking this shit's fucked up, man. Like, it's not what you do for friends, but you know, she's a girl, so I you know, it's like it's it's different, you know, friendships with girls, but like it's wrong what what she did. This is my opinion on it, and I really strongly feel this way. Is that like I didn't try to hurt anyone, and I admitted, hey, I fucked up. I, uh, you mentioned not to mention that to your parents. Um, I forgot that that, and, and yeah, 
Like, I'm wrapped up in myself thinking about myself, so I forget these things. And that is a fault of mine. And I need, I, especially that time, I needed a hell of improvement. But, like, I wasn't trying to hurt nobody and then defriending and just taking someone out of your life by an honest mistake. That shit was fucked up. And, man, it sucks. It sucks, uh... I mean, I could stop by fucking your parents' house and say hi. I just don't feel like it. I'm kind of just avoiding the whole family now just because I... Man, I, I don't, I don't want to get involved in drama and shit. Especially when the drama is mostly being caused by someone else. If I, if I, if I was the main cause of the actual drama, then... I'd want to fix it, so I'd have to go get jump back in and get involved and try to fix it, but man, yeah, so it just sucks to lose a friend, especially one you know so long, but, you know, we, we kind of known each other by forced uh, circumstances, so, you know, uh, yeah, like, maybe that's, that's best, you know, I gotta pick and choose my friends, I can't just grow up with them and then just be stuck with them, so I'm sure that's the way she felt, or to some degree, and, you know, that's her right to say I don't want to be friends with her anymore, but to do it that way, man... To do it that way is fucked up because that was an honest mistake and to just blame that it's like the whole it's like blaming fucking World War Two on the death of um who is that motherfucker I always forget uh, Arch is it Archduke Ferdinand or something or Prince Ferdinand I don't know I, some motherfucker got killed assassinated and then, and then fucking World War Two just fucking blew up and just like happened and then like a lot of people. Uh, at the time, maybe especially, we're like, oh, that, this caused World War Two, you know, this assassination. All this shit behind it was happening before, and that is 90 fucking 8.7% of, of it. That was just the tip that broke the, what is it called, the, the, the hair that broke the camel's back, whatever, you know? Like, fuck, man. Like, I hate it when people pretend like that hair is, like, the fucking reason, man, and it's not, it is not, so, yeah, I was just thinking over that, and just a little bit sad that, you know, there's not that friendship, but just gotta move on, just gotta, you know, think it's for the best and shit, like, it sucks that, um, it sucks that, like, her and some other people, um, in my past, like, they kinda maybe gave up on me, and, uh, it sucks, it's like, <laughs> I look at it like, like stocks, like, I was a stock they, they bought into, they invested some time in, uh, say they invested in me at like $3, and, and then, uh, oh, at that time, you know, maybe I was at $2.20, like, you already lost, what percent is that, maybe 20% or something, uh, of, of what you invested in, like, oh, maybe you keep going down, maybe you keep going down at 180, well, right now, I'm at like $5.80, and, my plans get up there at about $200 at some point, you know, like, I ain't letting myself stop ever, and, uh, if I make 15 steps forward and one step back, I ain't letting that one step back fucking fuck me up anymore, even if it's five steps back, whatever, even if it's more steps back than I made forward for the recent fucking, uh, progress, like, I'm never gonna stop moving forward, man, and I really see only up from here, uh, and it sucks for those people that gave up on me, cause, man, they, they fucked up on their investment, man. They should have held. You can buy, sell, or hold. And they sold when they should have held. Um, and in some cases, maybe should have bought more and held that shit too, man. But, fuck. 
That reminds me of uh, Hot Ones, the YouTube show. I, I uh, not to be some hipster who found it first or anything, but uh, definitely wasn't. But it was around like 1.2 million subscribers. Um, and I was like, bruh, this show is amazing. I love it. And I know so many people will love this thing. It's only got 1.2 million subs, which is still, of course, a lot. I know it's going up like doubling, tripling, quadrupling, huge amounts more. I don't know what it's at now. I think last I checked was somewhere between five and seven million, like uh, a couple of months ago. I haven't watched it in a little while, but but I was like, at the time, my first comment on the video, I was like, if I could invest in Hot One stock, I would fucking do it in a heartbeat because I know it's going up. And you know, having that 1.2 million that helps you know put some promise you know for a lot of people and i'm sure a lot of people would have agreed with me and also invested but when you're fucking starting out in life man how many subscribers i got i mean literally at the time i had about maybe like 35 subscribers on youtube on my music channel you know maybe had like 11 on another channel i made kind of more self-improvement thing well i'll tell you exactly what it was it was a no fap channel <laughs> but so add those together 46 you know 46 fucking subscribers, that ain't shit, <laughs> it's like a fucking company with like, like, 80,000 in their market cap, been being like, one day we'll have 5 billion, you know, like, alright, little company, uh, we'll see, but I ain't invested in you, and so that was fucking me, man, I enough with these fucking analogies and this subject, but, yeah, man, it's, uh, I'm sure I'm not the only one that's, that, uh, uh, had friends that uh, don't have them anymore. Susan's not my friend anymore, and um, I think that there was a way that we could have been, and I was willing to try to work that out at one point. Uh, if she came to me and like apologized and shit, I'm I'm actually pretty sure like I would. Like, be able to be friends again in a way, but it would have to be, like, somewhat of a distance, because fucking excommunicating and shutting off people from your life is an immature thing to do, um, if, if you're not 100% locked down and shit, and I have the feeling she is 100% locked down, she's a very stubborn, proud person, and it's very doubtful she'll ever want to communicate with me again, but there's always a chance, and if she does... Yeah, I, I want to try it again, but it's going to have to be at a distance. It's going to, there'll be, you know, a level lost and shit and uh, to work back up to even where we were. And we weren't even that really tight. But like, yeah, man, this applies to other other friends, you know, uh, in the past too. And hopefully it just, uh, gets you, well, and maybe it'll get you thinking about past friendships that you've had. And, um, you know, maybe you... Uh, if, if, if there's any work to be done to like for yourself to be like, hey, you know what? I was more at fault in this thing. I owe them an apology. At least put the ball in their court to see if they want to be friends with me. Tell them I want to be friends with you, you know? So, I mean, I apologize. I did the best I could to say, hey, I fucked up here and all, but I think you are not acting about this right. And, like, you you fucking excommunicating me is not the right course of action. It's, it's giving up on someone who doesn't deserve to be given up on. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, yeah. So I already said I was done with the subject. So I really am done. So yeah, man, going to Denver, fucking out on the open road, man. I got uh, ten minutes of uh, running in uh, before I came because I'm trying to be better, you know, than I was in the past. And on the way up here, I didn't exercise at all on the road trip. Um, maybe I did like twenty squats a day, like when I was at the gas station filling up. <laughs> Excuse me, which doesn't do shit. And what I did this morning won't do too much, but it, it got me woken up and got me, you know, you get that little mental benefit, that mental hitter from getting that blood flowing, bro. There's endorphins going, man. Man, I love those endorphins, man. I, and, and for one of, and all, I could really see the difference in myself when I ran these just the 10 minutes at the hotel this morning. It was on a little treadmill. Uh, and I was like, man, I want to keep going, man. But I got in there at 11.48 a.m., check out times 12 p.m., got 12 minutes, so I was just like, I just got to get in and get out. But I wanted to just fucking keep going, man, and uh, I was like, ah, I can really do this. Because I've been running uh, three miles at a time um, for the past few months. Um, I just always run three miles, even if it's after a night. Um, of like you know debauchery if I if I drank and smoked some uh, and maybe ate like shit and uh, didn't drink enough water didn't get enough sleep I still gotta hit that three miles and one or two of those times man it was miserable but I've always hit it the last uh, I want to say the last eleven times uh, like I've ran I've just done those three miles and forced myself and so I'm gonna continue doing that. And, uh, yeah, I was, like, that helped, that helped me for today. I was like, and this is easy, man. Put it, I, it was some, I was kind of falling between 4.5 and 5.5 speed on the treadmill. Just a nice slow jog. And I was, I was like, this is easy and I want to keep going. But I was starting to feel good. I was like, getting get up, when I was getting up in the 5.5 towards 6, I was like, all right, starting to get a little sweat. Like, hell yeah, getting, getting a little loose, getting a little juice in the fucking bones and shit. And uh, I just wanted to keep going, and I, I was happy that I, I I was happy that I wanted to keep going. Cause in the past I'd be like, thank God that's done. Fuck that. I hate this shit, you know. And uh, a lot of y'all I, I can relate with me probably, uh, or at least a lot of you know. There's a lot of people that hate the exercise, but man, if you just push through all that hate and suffer, uh, you st- grow to like it, and it becomes it starts to become like eating a as odd as, odd as this analogy is, it becomes like eating a uh, a nice little uh, meal, man. Like it, it's like uh, like a fucking smoothie. I had a smoothie right after it. Tropical smoothie cafe in Boise, Idaho. D fucking licious. Get the health nut with that pea protein, bro. That shit is fire, bro, because it's not too sweet, it's got nuts in it and shit that they ground up, and it's just a nice feeling, not too sweet, but still obviously sweet smoothie, where you're like, hell yeah, I'm not fucking blasting my teeth into smithereens, gonna have eight cavities, and, uh, and it's delicious, so, yeah, man, but anyway, uh, like, yeah, the workout, man, I look forward to it, you know, it's not like a meal, but I don't know what to compare it to, man, it's something you look forward to, like a present, like a fucking hug, I don't know, uh, you know, it's just something you start to look forward to, so if you, um, you know, good chance that maybe you're in my same zone, or you're way above me, and a lot more fit, and, uh, this is old news to you, but it, man, if you are below, below me on the fitness level, and I don't mean to judge you or demean you or anything, actually, 
uh, quite the opposite. I, all I want to do is help you and encourage you. And, like, I just want to share this fucking good feeling that I have. I, I want you to have it, too. Uh, fucking just push through and you'll start fucking looking forward to it. Start liking it. And uh, especially after the first couple minutes, once you get going and you're in the zone, man, and you're just fucking moving. Like, jogging's a good thing for that. I mean, there's there's a lot of other shit um, that, uh, you know, that kind of more endurance kind of thing um, is really, really specific to this mental feeling. And of course, with weights and all this other shit, it's still awesome. And you can still, you definitely still get the mental benefit when you really push yourself. Um, but there is... This uh, I really do like this endurance thing probably a little bit more than the weights. That being said, I still want to you know always train with weights and get bigger and stuff. But um, there's something about that. Just keep going step by step, maybe uh, cycle by cycle. If you're doing a bicycle, whatever the hell it is, man, just keep going, get a little better, man. And man, it just becomes fun. And it's not fun like video games or something. Or but it's fun and just uh, ah, exhilarating, fucking powerful, mm, human just fucking way, man. And there's kind of not really the word for it, but it's close to it, what I said. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, I let a lot out here. I'm going to keep these uh, for now, I think, under an hour. I was kind of looking at the time, kind of debating, like, do I... What do what do I cap it out? I mean, I, I like listening to three-hour podcasts and shit, but I but I like ones that are good, you know. And it's like uh, maybe I have like one or two sentences in, sentences in here where someone actually be like, yeah, it's okay, that's good. But then the other uh, four hundred ninety-seven sentences, uh, I could do without that. Um, and uh, yeah, so I don't want to keep it too long for now. But in the future, if I get better, and then if I start getting guests or, or something that are interesting, I'd love to do a two or three hour, like a good old bro jogging, uh, you know, length of time. And yeah, so for now, we're keeping it under an hour. We're getting close. Uh, talk a little bit about stocks, man. Like, uh, I'm learning, man. I I, uh, I listen to my... <laughs> I, this is how you can tell I'm a newbie, but at least I'm making progress. I listened to my first conference call yesterday. And I listened to a second one after that. Actually, I fell asleep to it rather than read. I just, you know, put my phone face down. There's no light. And uh, just fucking just low volume. Just put a... It was a Boeing I was listening to. Boeing Aerospace. Uh, I think it's just called the, the Boeing Company, I think. But, you know, it's fucking Boeing. And uh, I was listening to them for... I think it was their Q quarter one, uh, 2020 think that's what I listened to, shit, but I fell asleep halfway through, so, you know, I gotta listen to that one again, or at least, you know, go 20 minutes in, oh, that is cute, man, there's a little baby cow, um, damn, lots of cute baby cows, damn, they're like, all, all with their head through the grates and feeding on some grass and, or grain or something, man, I don't know if I've ever seen that before, it's like 50 cows, 100 cows lined up, like on this kind of fence grate thing, and they all have their heads poking through, and they're just chomping down. That's pretty cute, but uh, yeah, man. So um, I'm learning. I, I listened to the uh, oh before that, the one that I actually listened to in its entirety. I listened to uh, Salesforce. Um, my friend was talking about him and saying um, the the uh, I have a friend who works at J P Morgan, and uh, 
yeah, man, he doesn't like, you know, he doesn't do anything that he's not supposed to as far as give me advice on what to buy or nothing like that. But he was, you know, just going over some companies and just saying, you know, talk about Salesforce and some maybe positive things, maybe some negative. But like, um, yeah, just like, you know, sharing with me about it. But the thing was, I actually already knew about them. Just by chance, I had worked at uh, Fidelity Investments and we used Salesforce as our... Uh, um, it was like a thing that we'd use to log our calls, like uh, categorize them. Like if we ever need to go back and look at them, we'd be like put them under a category. Like this one we talked about. Uh, say, uh, I'm trying to remember what the fuck we even did back then. Uh, say this one was maybe a real simple one. I was got to change the email for this one or the phone number, and or maybe add a uh, donor to this account. You know, um, I was in donor services, so it was. Uh, uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, like, uh, it was useful for like logging those and then looking shit up. If you got like a, just a phone number from someone, say you had to call someone back, but you didn't have much information. You could even look up just by last name and you could, you could find them. And there was more to it than just that. It was like, it was a real nice database, um, that I, I did find value in, uh, that, uh, there's that fly again. Motherfucker. Return of the fly. God damn it. Maybe the answer is leave it like cracked so he's not like pushed in by the wind so much, but I don't want to fuck up this podcast sound that much, so we're going to deal with the fly for the next 10 minutes till this is done. Um, so, so yeah, fucking Salesforce, I listen to that shit. Um, I'm pretty sure they're based in Texas, because um, I, I think I saw the Salesforce Tower in Dallas. I'm almost sure I did. And, um, but... And they're like a $5 billion market cap, um, so they aren't huge. They're, they're, you know, they're bigger than small, but, uh, so I'm thinking, since I saw that tower, I'm like, that's probably their place. You know, they probably don't have towers everywhere, um, with being just $5 billion. Um, but I could be wrong, could have like one or two more, or, I don't know. I'm not an expert, so who knows, but, um... I listened to it and, you know, just heard them talking about, you know, talk about coronavirus, how that affects. They're obviously very, very positive, so I gotta take everything with a grain of salt. They're, they're, uh, they, they want their company to succeed, they want more people to buy into it, they want more investors, they want more deals with other companies. Like, they talked about a deal with AT&T. Um, now, AT&T I actually has some issues with. Maybe it's personal and not really relevant to actually investing but man I don't know I've had some bad deals uh, talks with them over the phone sometimes and also I don't think like buying DirecTV was the best choice for them uh could be very wrong about that but I'm remembering that I think they took a loss on that and I worked for DirecTV for a little bit like kind of independent contract for them um doing some sales and shit that's another story for another day but um yeah man they got a good deal with that so I think you know their stock's up a bit and I bought it. My, my cost basis is it. Uh, I bought it at one seventy seven. Um, uh, I'm not gonna fucking lie to you, or, or not lie to you, but I'm not gonna hide from you. The truth is, I only bought one share of it. Uh, I wish I had bought more because it's at like one ninety now, one ninety one or something. Uh, but it had gone up to like two hundred, and honestly, I bought one at one fifty and sold that at about. Mm, 170 something 175 76 maybe and then I went a couple weeks and I was like you know I feel like it's still gonna go up I should have held but so I just bought another one at 170 uh yeah 177 and change and and yeah it's gone up uh 
uh, like, but the long term, I mean, yeah, sure, made like 13, 14 bucks on it so far, which is, uh, yeah, if I had put 10 grand in that, uh, what percentage, let's see, uh, about 8 or 9% or something, maybe 7 or 8%, like, yeah, that would be a nice little gain, you know, if I put 10 grand, it's about seven, 800 bucks, uh, like, sure, but like, with what I'm looking, um, kind of, actually, kind of forget that last line of thinking, the point is, is like, I want to look longer term um, on this one. Like some, some stocks I want to look real long term, you know, 10 years plus even. Some I want to look, what I still consider long term, five years plus. Um, some two to three, some one year, some just a couple months, some a couple days, and hopefully in the future, some just a couple hours or a couple minutes or a couple fucking milliseconds. Uh, nah, not milliseconds, but you know, just maybe, maybe I'm in for 28 seconds and I get out and it goes up. If I put like twenty grand in something, say it's a penny stock, it to like one fifty one, and then it goes up to like say one fifty eight, and um, we'll say two minutes, and maybe I just get the fuck out of that thing, seven cents per share. Uh, let's see, uh, just a rough calculation of that I want to do really quick. Like that's around five, it's about five percent, give or take a percent. Uh, so if I got twenty grand in that, that's uh, is that one grand? Yeah. There you go. Made a grand. Went up from $1.51 to $1.58, and it made a grand in this hypothetical situation that I hope to happen in the future. But, you know, all different ranges. just depends. But as I learn more, maybe I'll lean more towards the longer term. I think there's a decent chance of that. Um, right now, more than anything, I'm doing the swing trading um, is what I learned it to be. I was just doing it. I didn't know what it was called. But that's how I liked to play the market. Um, and, uh, I mean, I've been successful so far. Um, not, like, crazy successful, but I've, I'm ahead, you know. Um, I've got, like, I'm a little over 400 bucks in the green for the last three months. Um, now, right now, I've got invested in stocks, options, uh, cryptos, and... Um, was there anything? What am I thinking? Whatever. Invest in Robinhood. Whatever you can in there. Um, I mean, I have my, my value of my investments. Like what's actually bought into something is like about thirty three hundred bucks. And um, I got up to about seventy eight hundred. Uh, actually invested, uh, not in cash. Uh, mostly in stocks, uh, like a couple weeks ago, but then, and I, I gained some, not, not a ton, but I, 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 man, I was hearing so many people talking about that, ah, that market crash is fucking coming, end of, end of July, fucking soon, whenever it is, and like, man, I feel like it might be somewhat of a mistake, but I pulled out, man, I was scared, I was scared, and, uh, I'm trying to time the market, and I, I hear multiple times that's not the right thing to do, and, to some degree, I think that's right, and probably, probably the more I learn, I'll, I'll learn. To, it's more, much more right than wrong. Um, but I, I just, um, I want to have those bullets in the chamber, man. So right now, I have about. Um, what the hell is that beeping? Oh, Jesus, that scared me. All right, my podcast, maximum time 60 minutes. Well, there you go. It's not going to let me go longer. All right, we're almost done anyway. Um, Yeah, man, so I've got about... Well, my portfolio value is $11,726 or so. Uh, 
and uh, I've, I got about three grand in my checking account. So at the together, that's my like net worth. Well, I've got some other. I've got like 550 in Weeble. I've got some gold. I've got some silver. I've got maybe got like 700 bucks of gold, 300 or 250 bucks worth of silver. Um, but anyway, I, and I've got a few other things that are worth some money. But I, I'm worth yeah around I don't know 16 to 18 grand or something. Yeah, 16 to 17 we'll say. I know I'm not worth 18, but anyway. So in the portfolio though, I've got that 11.7. And, uh, yeah, we get about 8,000, like, I've got, I'm only, yeah, I'm only, what, like, 25% in, uh, in, you know, I'm like, I'm 75% cash, it's much higher, much, 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 much higher than I see, like, a lot of people on YouTube, like, to them, like, having, like, 30% cash is like, oh, that's a lot of cash, that's a lot of bullets, but I want to have a lot, like, if there is another big downturn, I'd say if it gets below, if the Dow, just as an average of these things, um, even though I'm doing individual stocks mostly, a little bit ETS, but I'd say if it gets below, I was thinking 2100, or sorry, sorry, 21,000. If it goes below 2100, I'm buying everything. Actually, maybe I wouldn't because that would mean the world was blowing up, but um, yeah, 21,000. Um, I don't need it to hit down to near 18,000 like last dip in March 2020, but. Uh, let me get the, uh, yeah, like maybe even below 22,000. That's what I want to see. But again, it depends on the individual stocks, what I'm actually gonna, um, what I'm actually gonna buy, like when it, you know, hits certain price points on these certain things. So, see, like Cheesecake Factory, I want, I want to buy that anytime it's below 22, $21. Um, that being said, I don't want to buy a ton at that price, but if it goes and gets below 1918, or especially much below that, I'll, I'd want to buy much more. Um, what else do I want to buy? I, uh, it's, even when I was a newbie, and I still think this, anytime Lockheed Martin gets below 300, buy that shit, because that shit always goes back up and over. I think, I don't know what it's at now, 360, 380, I, I don't know. It's been a while since I looked, but... Um, yeah, man. Uh, there's, there's a bunch of ones I could point out, but you know, we're getting near the end of this time, and... Uh, yeah, I want to keep those bullets in the chamber. I'm learning. It's also minimizing my risk since I know I'm a noob. Like having only three thousand three hundred dollars in stocks and having an eight, what is it, eighty four hundred, eighty about eighty four hundred in cash. That you know minimizes my risk. It also minimizes my gains. But uh, yeah, I feel more comfortable with that at my stage of expertise. And um, yeah, man. I just been learning about shit. I was learning about the RSI. I think it's called the uh, relative uh, shit. I might forget. Uh, relative relative strength index. I might be wrong about the index or something else. But uh, what else did I learn? Uh, uh, some with the M M, -M A C D. Um, moving average convergence divergence. Yeah, that one was fun to learn about because I had to look up a bunch of other terms and learn those to understand the MACD. Um, there's a few other things. It's, it's just good. It's like it feels good to learn shit, man. And um, looking forward to learning more and I don't want to ever give up with uh, learning this even if I pivot and change my goal and maybe I don't want to do day trade anymore which there's a good chance I'll decide not to one in the future but I always want to invest in one way or another so yeah man I'll leave you all at that um, talked about a lot of random shit this time um, if anyone actually got this far and listened to the end man man just like if you could i mean i don't know i'd like to hear what you have to say i don't know if we can comment on any of these fucking platforms that 
Anchor puts podcasts on, but man, you could feel free to fucking, you could send me a request on Facebook, I don't even give a shit, you know what, I actually tell you what, well, I'll give you an old email, alright, you could email me at this email, um, you know what, no, I'm gonna give that email to you next time, so, if you like this, listen to the next one, because I'm gonna figure out how I'm gonna do the email or correspondence, alright, we're at the very end, hope you have a good one.